Stories podcast, in particular the Mind Stories movies. And uh, I'm happy to have you here. I actually shouldn't have been recording at this um, time because I'm afraid there's going to be a little bit of background music, <laughs> background traffic, I should say. But um, well, I had a little bit of um, disrupted night with some lack of sleep and I just kind of made the rest of my day feel a little bit um, less aligned and not as set as I would like it to be. So it also happened because I spent a large part of this weekend doing some personal writing, which is not what I usually do because I am very set in my resolve to actually use some rest days. I'm very, very particular about slotting that in. But I didn't do it this Saturday and Sunday because I had a couple of deadlines. And, uh, well, those are not regular occurrences, so I felt like it's okay to do that since I don't really actually get the time to do my personal writing on weekdays. So I came to this podcast wondering what I'm going to say. And uh, one of the things I did last night during my night of disrupted sleep was to actually get up and start replying to some emails. I do get a fair number of emails for reasons I really can't fathom um, from strangers. Or I, actually, I shouldn't say strangers, uh, just people whom I haven't met. And that includes you, who's listening in. And uh, I try to respond as much as I can to most of these emails. But for some reason, rather, I know the reason. I think it's just been... Uh, number of um, things one after another, which has led to me having this huge backlog of unreplied to emails that was bothering me. And I thought I'll just spend some time from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. responding to emails. And uh, it's funny how most of these emails actually fall into the same pattern, you know. And uh, some of the things that I receive are deeply uh, emotional, and uh, some of you share your struggles, your experiences, what you're going through in life right now, and also a fair bit of your life. And I'm so grateful I get to receive those little snippets. And uh, one of the questions that I thought I'll just answer was this question about, uh, can you teach me how to see the beauty of life? And... Uh, when I went through a lot of the emails that I received, I realized that many of them are also kind of asking for the same thing. How do we actually drop our pretenses? How do we actually see life for what it is with its beauty, its joy, its pain, its grief, the loss, the emptiness, the loneliness, and the happiness? And uh, very often when things go wrong, we tend to actually uh just focus on what's going wrong and that's very natural because that's how the brain is designed it's it's the brain does not know happiness the brain just knows how to keep you safe it how it just knows how to keep you happy and how to get you to survive through another day but i think as human beings we're not just meant to survive we're meant to thrive and um when i saw this question i thought a little bit about my own life and uh, I cannot really say that I saw the beauty in life for a long time. I pretty much wasted large parts of my life 
and um, I tried to do a lot of things, but I think I did it more as as a matter of experimentation, as a matter of just trying out new experiences without really relishing or cherishing those experiences. So to just give you an example, I mean, I'm in my early 20s. I just kind of just decided to go to China to just teach. I have absolutely no idea what life in a communist country is going to be. And I certainly did not know anything about teaching. Right. And then after that, I just felt like I really wanted to travel, see a little bit more about the world around me. And um, I did, but I did not really see it. I did not do the research or, the hi- or study the history and the culture of a place before I actually went and, and saw the place. I tried out a fair number of different jobs, which I'm happy I did because I feel getting stuck with one kind of job or one kind of industry or one kind of role can be very suffocating. But during all these things, from the traveling to to the writing, to learning a new language, I went to China to just learn Mandarin, to taking a sabbatical, to just trying out different options in my career. I just did all of this because I was trying things out. It was not until last year that something just actually clicked. And I think it was COVID, but not not because I got COVID, but because I was faced with a situation where I had to, for a moment and for many horrifying days after that, contemplate that I could actually lose three of my family members. And that frightened me. That this loss, that this that this life that I think I have taken for granted is can be just taken away in an instant. Of course, we know it. None of us, I'm sure, just thinks that, okay, we're going to be here forever and we're all going to have a very long life. We know it intrinsically. We know it at an intellectual level, but we actually don't really believe it, that life is very, very short and that things can change irrevocably in an instant. That's what happened to me last year. And uh, after COVID and then... Thankfully, everybody in my family actually recovered from that horrifying period of about two months. It made me question everything else that I've done in life. And uh, it's almost like all these things that I have done, the traveling, the studying abroad, the the whole, uh, I'll try new things, become an entrepreneur, you know, just write, because that's what I, I like to do. All these things were not really part of a larger purpose to me. And what is the larger purpose? I mean, it's not about being passionate and finding your passion and going ahead and doing something. Mind stories is definitely something I'm very passionate about. But for me, it was just for recognizing that this life I have is so limited in terms of time, but unlimited in terms of its potential. I could be anything. I could be anyone. And that possibility scared me and excited me. And since then, since last year, I have really tried to just dig deep into the meaning of happiness, into into understanding joy, into also knowing a little bit more about myself. I spent four decades of my life just ignoring who I am. I did not really pay sufficient attention to, to what I really wanted. I cultivated unhealthy relationships. I was a people please people pleaser, and um, I definitely 
did not have emotionally intelligent relationships. And after last year, I felt like I owe it to myself. And I wasn't doing too well after COVID physically. My mind was a mess, couldn't concentrate. Physically, my lungs were not doing all that great either. But in the middle of all this, I could just wake up one day and I would see this, this green shimmering leaf outside. I would just see grass and see the blue sky. And I would feel happy. It didn't last. Nothing is designed to last. But I started seeing these pockets of happiness every day. So I really wanted to understand if this beauty is more accessible. I used to think that you can find the beauty in life only when you travel. Only when you do certain things, only when you are with certain people. But I found that the beauty of life is to just acknowledge this wonderful, precious day. Just this one precious day. And when I narrowed my focus down and I felt like I'm not going to think about five years ahead. I'm not thinking even one year ahead. What is it that I can do today? Life somehow seemed so much more manageable. It just became joyous to, to spend the next one hour meditating or to just go for a run or to cook something nice or to just laugh with, with somebody you love or to share a joke or uh, uh, just call up somebody or to just read a book. Whatever it is, I felt incredible joy in doing things that I felt I'm so privileged to do. So... Things that we take for granted. There's this walk outside. Maybe the sky is outside. It's pretty gloomy today, but it's still beautiful. This expansive, beautiful life that we have. That's how I see the beauty of life. It's it's not easy. There's definitely not all rainbows. There's a lot of different colors. And many of these colors are obviously going to be blacks and grays and Whatever it is that you feel is, is, is part of your um, struggles in life. But I have come to realize that for me to find the beauty of life comes from a few things. One is I get up in the morning and I just recite this thing to myself. I'm so grateful to be alive. And I'm so grateful that everybody I love is alive. It seems pretty corny maybe. But honestly, just try this out as the first thing you do when you wake up. And it makes me feel so much more better, right? And I just recite this mentally. I'm not doing any journaling. I just tell myself I'm grateful for this day. And the next part of that statement is to also say, what will this day bring to me? And I found that to have a joyful curiosity about what life is going to give us for this day is automatically going to open you up to all its possibilities. So when you wake up and you just say, I'm so grateful to be alive, and I'm so grateful that all the people I love are alive and healthy, and then you follow it up with, I wonder what this day is going to bring to me. It's a day of infinite possibilities already. And then the next thing I do is to also take care of my body. So I work out, I meditate. That's for my mind, of course, but they work together. 
and I also utilize some days in the mornings to just what I call as um, as a, utilize it as a brain dump or uh, venting exercise where I just take maybe a, uh, a journal and I just scribble whatever is in my mind. I like to call this as as an as a decluttering exercise for the mind. I do this usually first thing in the morning. I don't do it every day, but I do this more days than not. And this activity of just brain dumping, I would say, is pretty relaxing because it helps take out all these things that are festering in your mind and it gives an outlet. And once you're done with that, you can kind of feel you're a little bit lighter. So that's the next thing I do. And the third thing I do is to also go outside a little bit. And uh, why do I suggest this? Because science proves that time spent outdoors in nature is remarkably rejuvenating for the mind. It's also proven to increase endorphins. And well, it does all sorts of funky things. But um, going outdoors, again, helps me to just see the preciousness of what is around you. So whether it's a leaf or a, a just, you know, the payment, even if you have nothing outside, just the road, maybe a vehicle, maybe the sky. I mean, the sky is available to you no matter where you are. For me, when I go outside and I, I just see myself in all these little things in terms of the sky, in terms of the, the grass grows, in terms of the leaves, in terms of the little flowers that are poking out here and there, maybe a, an odd caterpillar, maybe maybe a bug, maybe, maybe the dog, which is just kind of like lazily eyeing you. There's so many things that just make me pause for that moment. And just see that there is this life around you. And even if you feel lifeless inside, so much, so much actually happening outside. And being outside in nature is a wonderful, wonderful way for you to connect with all that life outside. And how else do I see the beauty of life? I read. I read a lot. I don't just read mindlessly. I read books from people who have experienced this, this, this tumult in life, the darkness in life, and have still managed to say there's so much of light. So I read a lot. And I recognize that my knowledge of this world is so limited, so limited. But at the same time, the idea that I can actually learn more excites me. And that's the third thing. Find something that you adore in terms of learning. It could be a language. In my case, it's about learning more about the mind and the body and uh, all the different ways in which uh, our, our mind, body, and the brain work together to create this, this existence as we know it. So I'm fascinated by that. I'm trying to learn something. I tried to learn a language a few years ago. But whatever it is, I would suggest... Let's try and find something that, that gives you an opportunity to learn, whether it's music, whether it's uh, a language, or whether it's just plain old, just, I'm just going to learn a little bit more. Maybe it's about mental health. Maybe it's about uh, uh, medicine. It could be anything, right? So the more you learn, the better you realize how small our own minds are. And I also find beauty in just doing ordinary things and for me the ordinary things is sometimes just washing the dishes just doing the chores just sweeping I actually make it a point to end my day with a walk outside again and also 
if there are any dishes, I always try to do them in the night because I look at it as I'm just mentally clearing myself from all the debris of the day. And uh, that helps. I put some, some of my favorite music. It could be uh, jazz. It could just be African Sahara music. And just listen to the music and treat this chore, not as a chore, but as something that is truly functional. It helps me to just keep things clean. So I do this as a matter of routine, an evening walk, and then to actually do the dishes or to just sweep. And it it is so liberating to actually think that whatever you're doing as a chore is actually a way of actually cleansing your mind or of any emotions that you feel was negative. Not that negative emotions are bad, just that some things may actually um, drag you down more than others. And I also find beauty in just um, quiet peace, in just being with myself and in just understanding the way I operate and to realize that there's so much more to myself that I don't know. And to recognize also that there's so much more that we don't know in another human being. So I find it incredibly warm to connect with others at a personal level. And I utilize a little bit of my time every single day to talk to somebody I love. And uh, I don't necessarily mean that as a, okay, did you have dinner? And, you know, I'm going to watch TV and I'm going to just kind of like uh, be in my room studying. No, I actually mean like real conversation, even if it's just for 10, 15 minutes. So it just makes me feel more connected with somebody when you actually are able to have slightly more deep conversation. So these are my methods, I would say, to actually realize or to just see a little bit more beauty in life. And um, it does not exclude the possibility that there's a lot of darkness in our lives. It does not mean that I don't go through days where I feel miserable. I do feel miserable every single day, trust me. And it does not also mean that I don't have battles. It does not mean that I don't recognize that a lot of people are going to hurt us. And that we are also going to be the people who hurt others as well. But it just means that at some level, I'm able to accept life and say that it's a gift. It's a beautiful, precious gift. And there are going to be dark moments. But beauty does not necessarily exclude those dark moments. It just means that we accept them, we embrace all of them, because that is the beauty. So... Even on my lowest days, I recognize that this pain is also teaching me something and that this pain is going to transform me. Accepting this pain isn't easy and I don't do it all the time. But accepting this pain as part of life is what makes life beautiful. So apart from these little rituals, knowing this at a heart level, at a mind level, at a gut level, makes life a little bit more breathable. And that's another thing which I feel helps, to just breathe into life. We tend to get too stuck on certain things. I have been stuck with anger for quite some time, and I feel it's it's like literally choking me because it's not helping anybody else, honestly, because I'm not going around punching the object of my anger. But it's just here. It's residing deep within me, and uh, it it kind of accumulates and accumulates and accumulates and your whole focus and your whole 
point in living life sometimes becomes just an exercise in either dealing with anger or in getting rid of it. So for me, I have come to realize that it's part of this process of life itself that I recognize that every single emotion is beautiful. And as much as we try to focus on the positive, it's not going to work. So beauty does not mean that we exclude this positive, we exclude this negative emotion, but it just means that we are able to accept life and say that I have the resilience to cope with anger, pain, grief, loss, hatred, resentment, bitterness, any of these emotions that make us feel extremely empty, hollow, or just plain lonely, right? So we accept that these emotions are there to teach us, to guide us, and that they are not us, life becomes so much more beautiful. So those are my little gems of wisdom. And uh, probably with the next few weeks, I shall pick up some other questions as well that I get in my DMs and also through the emails and uh, see if I can actually make any sense in my answers. So um, no matter what, I just want to tell you this, that uh, every single day life is worth it. As difficult as it is, and I don't want to sound like a walking cliche or a podcasting cliche, but it is worth it. And even in its darkness, life can still be beautiful because probably it's dark and maybe sometimes that helps you to just switch on the light. So with that, I shall leave you with with all the light I can send you. And uh, I should really script these, right? It's it's so difficult to just talk without making a mistake. But <laughs> I'm still trying to just do this without any preparation. But I hope that you shall have a kind week. I hope that you shall um, find the beauty in life. And uh, if there are any other questions that you want to ask me, then please feel free to write into me at podcast at um, mynthestories.com. That is podcast at mynthestories.com. Com. If you would like to be a guest on the Mind Stories podcast, also you could write in and we shall see what we can do about that. I'm very interested in knowing your story. And I hope that you're also visiting the website at mindstories.com. And I think there are a fair number of fun things that we are planning as well. So stay tuned to this. And I would love it if you can share this podcast with, with anybody you like. But no worries if you can't either. There's too much pressure on sharing and subscribing, right? I mean, just listen. It's okay. And uh, hang in there. And remember that life is always worth it. I shall see you next time. Until then, take care of yourself. Be kind. And be well. Bye-bye.